Disclaimer, this is gonna be bad, people. Sorry, it's my first podcast. Hopefully as the year goes on, I will continue to improve with content and quality. But for now, you're just gonna have to bear with me. Alright, let's get this started. Alright guys, and welcome to the very first podcast of A to Everything. In this podcast, we'll be talking about everything I want to talk about which is pretty much entertainment things like sports, movies, video games, books, entertainment, things like that. So, yeah, also, I have the full rights to be extremely cringeworthy because I am that way. So, you guys are just going to have to deal with me. Um, So, yeah, let's get this thing started. Alright, so, first thing I want to do is the defense of golf. I've played golf for about three years now. I'm a junior in high school, and I've been playing it the entire time, from freshman now to junior. Our season just finished up, and I'm getting sick of everybody dumping on golf. So here is my defense of the sport. Anything that people, I have everything that people says against the dang thing, all of it, I'm throwing at you boys. All right. So first up, to every person who has ever said, golf is easy, I don't know how high you were at the time, or you've probably never played golf. Golf is really hard. Go out and try it. I promise it's harder than what you think. There's a reason they have an extremely prestigious PGA Tour. It's not like anyone can just walk on. Forget Happy Gilmore, people. That was magic. It's movie magic, Adam Sandler. Don't trust it. Okay? Uh, If you go miniature golfing and you shoot amazing or whatever, you even keep track. If you're keeping track when you're miniature golfing, you may have an issue, okay? That's not right. Anyways. So, yes. Golf is hard. Not only is it... Okay, first of all, everyone points out like, Oh, it's not mentally hard. It's not physically hard. It's not football. I'm not getting hit by somebody. So what? You're still, like, walking on a course. You can have 18 holes go, like, five hours. That sucks. That's a hot day. You're walking around, lugging around clubs that weigh I don't know how much. And you just it's frustrating and it's hard. I, I get annoyed when people say it's not physically demanding because it is. Like, you don't see fat golfers, like, on the PGA Tour and stuff. Okay. So, the second one is also, it's, like, probably the most mentally demanding sport. Like, I can think of other sports. Well, it's, like, the most isolated sport. And there are other solo sports there's things like running and stuff, but I think it's the most... There is teams in high school. That's how you play it as teams. But at the same time, no, it's not. Like, it's how good you do is what counts. And, like, even the people you're competing against, it's not about a competition between you and the other person at the end of the day. It's about a competition between you and the course. And a lot of times, the course will kick your butt, okay? It'll just wreck you. And if you... You have to learn. I've kind of compared it to a roller coaster, is that you can go really high and really low very quickly, okay? And the great golfers know how to kind of enjoy the ride and have a good time. The less good golfers, like to snap their clubs, ah, you know what, even snapping clubs, I will not act like I have not broken clubs before because it gets frustrating. Like I said, it's really mentally demanding to try and stay focused for five hours at a time and not get really, really frustrated when the course isn't going your way. But it is like you just it's hard to be a stone statue, which is what you want to do when you're golfing is you want to keep yourself kind of bottled up. So you keep all your emotions in check and you don't start making stupid decisions like you get behind 
that's just hard. I mean, that's honestly one of the most difficult things. Like anything else, you can go baseball. You screw up on a grounder, you can go out and like swing a bat as hard as you want. Okay, it might not get you anything, but you can do it. Football, you can go to hit someone harder. Okay, you have outlets for your frustration. Golf, you don't do that without looking like an idiot, which is happens and it, it sucks. And I get why people do it. But yeah, so I don't know where I was going. I went off on a tangent there. Sorry, people. Like I know I was into class and I was just like, golf's hard. Yeah, I've broken clubs. I've I have. I it's not a good thing. Clubs cost money. Also, golf. I also will admit that golf isn't the most approachable sport, mostly because a lot of courses it costs money. I mean, there is, and I'm like doing a little shout out here. If you've ever heard of a thing called Youth on Course and you're interested in golfing at all. Go get Youth on Course. You have to do like tests online for a bit, and then you can go to almost any course in, I don't even know what it is, like America, I think at this point, for extremely cheap. It's for 18 and under. If you're interested in golf at all, go try that. It, I promise it's worth every cent. Okay. Anyways, sorry. I... Anyways, so golf is hard. I'm sick of people dissing on it. I'm sick of people saying that they'd be pros at it because they can hit a ball good. Like, they're just like, oh, I played baseball, I played hockey, I can hit stuff really well. No, it's it's not even about hitting stuff. Like, I'll see strong guys and be like, oh, I can drive a ball like 400 yards, that'd be great. I'm like, you can drive a ball 400 yards, that's great, but it's not going to work very well if when you're 15 feet from the hole trying to chip it up. I mean, you're going to send it, you could try and full swing that thing, you're going to send it over the green into the woods, take another stroke, and just get in the endless cycle of death. Anyways, so that's just my rant about golf i'm getting sick of people i'm i'm sad golf just ended for me and i wanted to kind of give it a farewell and i figured my first podcast is as good as any so all right thank you guys for bearing with me through that next i wanted to talk about and this is more kind of analytical um i want to talk about a review of destiny 2's forsaken it's the new dlc that just came out for it um i really like it so far i think it's enjoyable um at this point, I don't know how many hours. I think I'm around 10-ish, probably, of putting into it. I finished the story campaign. Um, it's really good. I've enjoyed it a lot. I haven't really reached all the endgame stuff. You need to level up more for that. But there is a lot more for people like endgame, who, people who want to put time into the game, which is really cool to me. Um, anyway, so that's all there. I did kind of want to talk about it is $40, which I think is just too much. I mean, I bought it, obviously, so it's probably not that much, but... I am getting a little frustrated that they keep asking for more and more money when at this point I put in around $140, including Forsaken. So that's a little frustrating. It's getting on my nerves that they keep asking for more and more money. And yeah, that just, it's really frustrating. But that's just how I see that. Um, so anyway, so yeah, everything they talked about in, in preparation for the stuff when they were giving like reveal trailers, story is all really good. Actually, I did want to talk about that in the character. So, if you have never played Destiny 2, there's a character named Cade 6. Now, he dies, and I'm not going to say spoiler alert. It's been the most advertised thing. If you've seen anything, it's probably Cade's dead body. Now, he dies, and the thing with all freaking entertainment, and this doesn't just apply to, like, Destiny 2. I'm talking about a ton of things, is I hate fake-out deaths. I It's... I may one day do, I did a presentation a long time ago on my top 10 pet peeves in reading, and it may transfer onto this channel at some point, I may get it onto this podcast, I don't know, but one of the top ones was the fake out death, and I hate things that do this. Now I'm not saying that you can't do a fake out death and it won't work, 
but holy crap, I hate it when they fake out the death and they bring them back. Because to me, that just says, oh, hey, you know all that emotion you put in, all that, you know, you felt for that character. You said, oh, no, he died. I feel bad about that. It's all just wasted, okay? Especially if you bring it back in, like, the same medium. Like, if you maybe wait... Uh, okay, think Infinity Wars right now. That is the best example I can make right now. Is everyone's just like, oh, no, everyone died. No, they didn't. People, I'm sorry, but Spider-Man has a movie they're filming right now. I can't feel for these characters. I can't get into it. It feels horrible, I know, and it's a great movie, but I know I can't get invested in the story that they all died because they're all not dead. They're all probably going to come back. And that's not say like the only thing they have going for them is that they have time in between movies where you like can feel that death sink in. Like that's the times like, "Oh, are they going to come back?" Yes, but they do have that kind of little grace period between movies where I can sort of believe that they're going to kill him off, but I mean, I've seen reviews like, oh, hey, Infinity Wars Part 2 isn't just going to, like, reverse everything, and I'm like, yeah, it probably won't just be, like, magic snap finger again and they all come back, it'll probably be, like, everyone dies except for the superheroes, and they'll probably kill, like, Iron Man and those guys whose contracts are actually about to run out. I do want to point that out, though. I, I am impressed. I'm happy that you can't predict the Marvel movies, like, way they're going just by the contracts. I know people have made jokes that, like, oh, they killed all the people whose contracts aren't even close to ending. Yeah, but they didn't kill the people whose contracts are about to end, and I think that's cool. I think I'm glad that Marvel looks at that. I think it's intentional, at least a little, that they looked at that and then said, you know, let's just not make it obvious because of, like, real-world circumstances. Let's keep it in the, you know, real universe, and I think that's cool. So, yeah. But anyway, so back to Destiny 2. I'm taking so many tangents. I gotta, like, script these things so I stay on track. Anyways, so they kill the character, and right now it's really sad. And I actually really like how they did this. And they accomplished it really well, is that they've killed him, okay? He ain't coming back in this DLC. He's not coming back for a while. But they did hint at it. They hinted at it lightly. They're not. He's not some magical cure-all that he's just gonna pop up. But they did make hints, so if people do want to bring him back... Which I think he will. He's a really, he's like a funny character. He's the most likable character that Bungie's probably ever created. And I love Master Chief, but he's not exactly like cracking jokes and stuff. And that's Kate Six. He's like the little roguish, funny character. Anyways, but, so yeah, that's really, they've killed him. And then they've slowly hinted there might be a way to bring him back. But it's not going to be, he probably will come back evil and all that, which is... Oh no, you know, pull like a Superman where he's evil for three seconds and then something magic happens. But, you know, I'm 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 interested to see what they do with this and as this goes on. I really liked it so far. Um, some other things that they did was the new PvP slash PvE, which stands for like player versus player and player versus enemy like controlled. It's a really interesting game mode. And, you know, I'm interested to see if it catches on in other kind of mediums, like I don't know of any other real first-person shooter that's doing anything like that, and I think it's really cool. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it looks like I'm going to end this episode around here. I actually have a lot of ideas for more, and um, I'm excited to see where this goes because this is my first time really ever doing anything like this. So I thank you guys who are listening right now, and um, I hope to keep making these and having a good time. So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye.